0: You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dad Whisper. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Well, you know that I love having you join me week after week where we get to have conversations that matter about how you as a dad can engage your daughter in ways that make a lifelong difference. You know the grid every time, and it's on your mark, get set, go. So dads, I want you to envision yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race again this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach, cheering you on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme, get set, filling that in with stories and stats, and go is always your practical action steps so that you can put your love for your daughter and your sons into action now you notice that i say and your sons guess why because so many of you have told me that the things that are practical and applicable to your daughters also apply to your sons well today i have a guest coach joining me who is a seasoned woman just like i am okay That's a fancy way of saying, yes, we're older. But really, the truth is, this is a woman who has a vibrancy and a life to her that you are going to love. Kathleen Cook is joining me today. She is a media executive, an actress, a speaker, a writer, and a founding partner and vice president of Cook Media Group, a media production and consulting company. She co-founded the nonprofit organization, The Influence Lab, where she leads and mentors Christian professionals in the media industry. Kathleen is the author of a devotional called Hope for Today, the number four today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. And she's going to be opening up a little bit more today about what that book is all about as a resource for you as dads of daughters. She is also on the National Advisory Board for the Salvation Army and the Advisory Boards for Hollywood Prayer Network, Forward Women, and Courage for Life. Kathleen and her husband, Phil, have been married since 1997, and they have two grown daughters and are proud grandparents. Welcome, Kathleen Cook. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. Let's get the conversation started, beginning with On Your Mark. The title we're giving this conversation is Helping Daughters Connect to God in a distracted culture. Well, let's get the conversation going. Well, Kathleen, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you for joining me. You are a woman with many talents, as I just read in the bio. (laughs) So as a mother of two daughters, I wanna hear some secrets from you, some wise words of wisdom for dads, because they are going to be wiser by listening to you. Oh, well, thank you, Michelle. And we both know that it is so hard to connect to God in a distracted culture. I mean, it's not just our daughters, it's us, right? That's right. Even in our age. So as the mother of two grown daughters, what I would just love to start by asking you is like, what have you and Phil learned along the way about how to raise empowered daughters? So, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll just
2: take you all. Oh, night. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, let's just uh, jump in here. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go do as much as we can. You know, uh, Michelle, I, we are blessed to have two very talented daughters, raised them in Hollywood um, in the business. At the, my husband and I are in the media business. We have a uh, production company called Cook Media Group. And Cook has an E on the end, by the way. I'm Cook E. Okay looking for me. So it's Cook yeah, Media well, Group. Put that there now. I was yes. going to ask you it at the end, but how
1: can people find
2: you? Yeah. So Cook Media Group. And then we also have a nonprofit called the Influence Lab. So,
1: Beautiful. Um,
2: but yeah, and then I do a, a weekly blog or uh, as well at KathleenCook.com, too. I'll throw that last one okay, in there. Okay, love it. So people know where to get, to get in touch. But, yes, we raised two daughters in Hollywood. I have a daughter and son-in-law who are both actors in Hollywood and then another daughter who's a musical artist in New York.
1: And uh, so, All artists. All artists. Creatives. Yes,
2: and creatives. Which and I so. imagine
1: meant those girls, because I, I, too, am a creative, I have a lot of more, I would say, emotion than maybe those that are a bit more brain Well, you know, and what's fun
2: about having that, too, Michelle, has been that we raise them to be themselves. Mm. Uh, My favorite story about them was walking into a high school biology classroom for back-to-school night as a parent. You know, we've all been there. And the biology teacher looked at me, and he said, I've been here for 25 years I've taught so many students he said I've never seen two girls come out of the same family and be so totally different and I went thank you yes what a compliment they ate the same food they slept in the same bed most of the time they wow. played with the same toys we took them on the same vacations and they are themselves and that's what we need to celebrate is yes. that that they are unique God has made us all unique and we're not the same are we yes and so I think that would be my first thing is celebrate the uniqueness of your children. Uh-huh. And then I always like to say to parents to pay attention to how they play. You know, when I was growing up, my, my favorite toy was an outdoor trash can that my mother had filled up with old, with with, <laughs> with flea market finds and thrift store buys from I'm the Salvation Army. There you go. <laughs> and I would create my own stories and plays and all of those things. And so that's that was in my DNA. I think God wow. just, you know, prepares us from the very beginning so pay attention parents on how your kids are playing I mean they're gonna want to play with a lot of different things my oldest daughter the first time at the age of three she was on a stage I looked at her and I knew she was never going to turn her head from being a singer and in a, wow. a theatrical person my other daughter she went from having a, a fashion company and when she was in junior high to a musician she started on piano at four and she's a musician she's learned uh, all of that, but she's gone through a lot of different creative processes. So she's just uh-huh. creative in and a lot of ways. And you have to ride those waves, it. but we with have them. to wide Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's what's fun about being a parent and being sensitive to that. Uh-huh. And and you know what else, Michelle? I prayed over my kids. There are like two thousand promises in the Bible for children. That are over our children, that we can
1: pray for our well, children. Well, how can a dad? Because I, I think I love the fact that you're talking as a mother, and dad's listening. You are gleaning here, if you choose some wisdom words from a seasoned mom and grandma. Yes. Right, your kids. Yes, how many grandkids I'm a grand, do you have? So I have two grandkids okay, now. Okay. Two grandkids. Yep. Seven and, and so, a four-year-old. Right. When you think about it, men, you're hearing here from a seasoned mama that's saying. Did you and Phil pray together? Oh, absolutely. was this more you?
2: Yeah, no, we were always
1: praying together for our kids. Those promises together. Would you tell dads? Lead prayers. Yes. Lead with (laughs) prayer. Lead lead with prayer prayer, and lead with prayer. Lead, and lead
2: within within those moments, you know, those quiet in-between moments. I think some of our biggest teaching moments with our kids was when we were driving across town to go, you know... Uh, practice our piano or go to a dance lesson yeah. or whatever. It's those quiet in-between times mm. that dads need to be sensitive to, pay, be paying attention. And you know what that means, Michelle? What? That means turning off your cell phone. That means getting your nose Come out on. of your iPhone. That means that means paying attention to your kids and really paying attention. You know, there we, we are bombarded with 5,000 media messages a day. Oh my we check goodness. our phones. Adults check their phones over 150 times a day. And, and you're talking about a distracted culture that really we are in a distracted culture. Sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. So my devotional we, we reference to a little bit is hope for today. Stay yes. connected to God in a distracted culture. It's the number four, and the reason it's the number four is because it was it was um, written on the research of the Center for Bible Engagements eight year million dollar study on the habits and activities of Christians mm-hmm. and what we do that actually affects our lives in positive ways. So they studied how often we went to church, prayed, read our Bible, listened to podcasts. Um, uh, you know, music, whatever. What are those things that actually change our lives in a positive way? The yeah. single biggest thing that came out of that research study, million dollar study, huh. eight years, was Bible reading, personal engagement with Bible reading four or more times a week. In fact, they found that if you're only reading your Bible one to three times a week, you'll make no significant choices or changes over someone who never reads the Bible. But when wow. you start reading four or more times a week, it dramatically changes
1: your life. Okay. Come on dads, did you hear that? Is that I think some dads defer to mom, at least that's what I hear, to be a spiritual leader because maybe you as a dad didn't have a role model with your dad and so you don't know what to do. I'm telling you, my husband and I go through the chronological Bible so you don't even have to reinvent the wheel, it's right there for the day. You would encourage dads based on this research to lead their daughters and sons in reading the Bible four or more times a week. The
2: research went on to show, Michelle, that the reasons we're not engaging the Bible is because we're too busy and too distracted, and uh-huh. we don't know where to begin. So the devotional gives you a starting place. It gives you a leading question at the end of it, and then at the end of that, four times a week, so there's only four per week, you get to choose. Take your cell phone out <laughs> and schedule that time, yes. I'm telling every everyone. Schedule that time, and then at the last week, of the, uh, right in it, it has a journaling aspect in the, in the end of each week so that you can write your engagement, your intersection, your interface with God so that you can pass that on to the next generation. There That's you go. That's what it's all about, Dads, there you go. is yes. it's not just legacy. about our questions, but the questions that we all have for generation upon generation yes. and what you learned from God. What better legacy to be passing yes. on to your kids? When my parents died, I didn't fight over the property we had or the whatever their stuff was that they left for us. We fought over our family Bibles. We wanted to know wow. what was it, uh, what affected our father's life, what affected our wife's life. Dads, you should be yes. writing in your Bible. Don't just read it on your iPhone every day, but you need to be writing it down in your in your Bible. You need ah. to be journaling it, and this devotional really helps you do that because Tell it, them the it name again of the it's devotional. hope four, the The number four, four. today. Stay connected to God in a distracted culture. And where can they find that book? Amazon,
1: Barnes and Noble. You can go to
2: Influencelab.com and pick one up there. So
1: dad, The thing I love here is that sometimes it's fathers coaching fathers how to be spiritual leaders. But here it's a mother coaching you as a father in how you can hit it out of the ballpark. And again, I I go by the name the dad whisperer, which somebody else called me and coined that phrase. But really, Kathleen is my fellow dad whisperer today because the truth is, and this even just brings me to tears, is that we're fellow women saying we are daughters. We want our, our husbands to be spiritual leaders, and we're calling you out as men yes. to say, lead your daughter spiritually, yes. because it's what she needs yes. to survive in being, I would say, strong and empowered and grounded in the truth of who she is and who she is mm-hmm. as you lead in that way. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to ask you a few more questions. Are you good with that? Absolutely. Fine. Okay. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you wanna be and that your daughter needs you to be. So to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast.
1: Okay, well I'm back today with my fellow coach and kindred spirit, Kathleen Cook. Cook with the knee. Cook with as the knee. She said. Cookie. So I have got another question for you. So you have been a listening ear to so many young women that you mentor and lead who struggle with major life issues, right? That have to do with probably relationships and abuse and probably hurts from their fathers and those kinds of things. What would you tell fathers that you hear, that you've gleaned about maybe some common themes of pain with their dads? Mm. So we want to tell these dads, here's what other girls are saying so that you can avoid doing those things. Well, let me go back to an ancient story. Let's go back and remember the story of
2: Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. You know, that is an incredible story, and the reason why that is incredible for dads right now is because it's what every woman feels. They don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. And what I love about that is Hagar is the only woman in the Bible who gets to name God. Yes, She names God Elroy, the God who sees. And her son is called, God names him, the... He hears. He (laughs) responded to her, he hears. And that's what dads have to understand. Our Heavenly Father modeled for us right there. What we need as women, what you have daughters at home, they need to be seen and they need to know that you hear them. And I would go back and review that story of how Abraham allowed his wife at some point to allow Hagar into that story. Now, there are reasons for that. Go back and kind of read those scriptures for you. Genesis 16, right in Yes, right, mm-hmm. Genesis 16. And go back and read how Abraham, I think in many ways, failed to stand up to God and the authority that God had, and to say to Sarah, no, God has the authority. It doesn't matter that you're 100 years old. You're going to give me a son. And we know that also at one point in the this, this story that Abraham actually, um, they go into Egypt to escape and he tells the king there that Sarah is just his sister mm-hmm. and not his wife. So there are some things, men, that you need to understand. You need to be honest, you need to be truthful, and that your kids are watching you through all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think those kind of things fell through in that story. And then So he allowed then Sarah to say, okay, I'll sleep with Hagar. I'll have a child with her. I'll let you sleep with Hagar. Right, I'll let you do that. She's figuring it out on her own. And you know, we like to figure things out for God, don't we? (laughs) We like to take things in our hands as women. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's the man in our lives that needs to step up and say, no, God's still the authority. He still said it and he's going to do it. So let's trust him to do it. Oh my
1: goodness, Kathleen, you are a truth speaker.
2: Anyway, so, you know, just from that point of view. And then what happens to Sarah and Hagar? Of course, Sarah gets jealous of Hagar. All of a sudden, she's like this thinged in his life and that she wasn't before. And so there is this friction that happens. And Sarah then sins herself. Sarah screws around and just says, you know, you are... Hagar, you know uh, an evil woman for doing this I mean yes. I mean she abuses really yes. so much so that Hagar has to flee for her life, yeah. And so a lot of times we're in that situation where our our kids and our daughters feel like we have to flee for our life from the situations. So we need to remember that God sees them, that you have a position with them to be able to bring them back and say, no, I see you, God's authority is there, trust Him, and move forward with what He has for you in your life and for your kids. My goodness, that is bold. Michelle, do you know that the word remember in the Bible is written in the Bible five times more than the word believe and two times more than the word trust. God wants us to remember who He is and the authority Mm -hmm. He has. And men, you have that in your life. God is a part of your life, so take on the authority of God in your life and remember who He is and remember who He can be and that He's seen by you and your children and that He has a legacy for you to fulfill.
1: And I love that you just said that even you as men are seen by God and heard by God. And then out of that relationship will flow an ability to see and hear your daughters.
2: Absolutely. You know, even as we talk about Abraham being a man of faith, he had to... remember. We have to remember that did did Abraham at one point really take on the ability to see God saying to him, you're going to be the father of a great nation with Sarah who's a hundred years old? Right. You know, for him to go and sleep with Hagar, he had to remember he had to take on almost and believe that Sarah was going to take care of the issue rather than God. Yeah. So think about that. So so men, you you have the ability to stop sometimes what we as women like to control in our emotion and what we want to do to control us. You need to be able to sit back and say, God, no, you see me. You see that I have the authority and the strength, and I am going to be the leader of
1: my family. Can I tell you, Kathleen, I've been doing the dad whisper for five years. I don't think I have ever had a lioness like you (laughs) who has stepped up and said, men, listen to me, and I'm looking at your face. You all can't see her, but there is a softness. Your eyes are shining and smiling. You you have, I, I would say, an anointing right now, like, and, and this energetic presence. I trust you all can hear that. But the truth is, men, both of us in our 60s, I, I'm assuming we're in the same age range. We are. We care 60s. about you. We are calling out to you as younger fathers raise up a generation of empowered women who know you love them, you see them, you hear them, because you only have one life to live, right. and you're gonna blink, and you're gonna be in our in our decade, and and what I also want to say, Kathleen, is it's it's like I sense that there is a narrowing of focus, that, and what I mean is the things that matter are what mm-hmm. you're speaking to, mm-hmm. not that you bother a favorite outfit, though that may be something she'll love, yeah, or or that you may you know, have showed up here or there or played a game. Yes, all that matters. But you're saying the best, really the best way you can invest in your daughters, in a distracted culture where there's so much noise, And everything pulling at them is to say, how are you leading them spiritually? Right. To love the word, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and they will follow your lead. Is that what you're saying?
2: Absolutely. You know, there is nothing more important. You know, our Christian bookstores are full of how to have better finances, how to raise better families, how to have better marriages, all that stuff. Get back in the word, guys. God's going to teach you how to have those better finances, those better families, those better kids, those better marriages. Get back in the word yourself. And, and you know, kids are watching us. More is caught than taught. You, you know what? You need to model for your kids what it's like. They need to see you struggle. They need to see your challenges. Yeah. And you know, life is not perfect. We are all going through suffering. We are all going through challenges, whether it be health, finances, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but they need to see how you have held on to the Word of God in your life and that you are standing on that Word mm-hmm. of God. And they—they, they, I'm telling you, you want successful
1: kids, start with the word of God. And I even know some daughters who have said that their parents, when they've hit those challenges, say, let's gather as a family and pray about our finances or pray about this problem with that bully exactly. at school yeah. or pray about, you know, how you feel about your body image. I mean, things that come up, every bit of it matters to you as dads when it does your daughters will feel seen and heard. I love that you're going back to that theme, Kathleen. And don't forget, God's a
2: miraculous God. You know, Amen. when we run into these walls and we can't see past them, God's a God of miracles. He yes. separates the walls. He separates the water. He allows us to walk through to the other side. When we can't see that other side, He's there for us. So trust Him that He's there. Remember, remember, remember you know, the la- You know when, when Jesus was at the last supper, what did He say? Do this in remembrance, remembrance
1: of me. And that means, Dad, if Do you're it. in a tough place right now because I'm telling you, I've been in a season, if you know what I mean, I've been in a season where a lot of things that were predictable before have all changed. I mean, I'm talking some things with housing, some things with professions, some things with relationships, like a lot of change. And when I go back and remember how God's been faithful in the past, I can pull that forward. And dad, maybe you're in a season where that's really hard to think back. I believe that Kathleen is coming around you as a mama bear and saying, come here, come here. Yes. Yep. I'm telling you some truths that if you put them into practice, yes. I guarantee you will not regret it. Yes. You know, one of my favorite words in the Bible, Michelle, what? is
2: mercy. God's mercy. Do you know that mercy in Greek means wombing? So think of a womb that you are surrounding that child in your mercy of God's mercy and womb and love. He in his mercy and grace and love. That's how he loves us. And that's how he wants you to
1: love his kids and how you love him. And you know why I love that? Is you're talking to men using a biblical word of mercy that has to do with a womb. And and I think sometimes God will describe Himself as a father who nurtures as a there there's a very female male dynamic Absolutely. there that is powerful together because all gender as we know is in the triune God right that's right and that's so right. oh my goodness every I could keep talking to you every forever here, girl. every word for the Holy Spirit in Aramaic Greek
2: whatever it is is comes from a feminine base Holy Spirit is the feminine part of
1: God yes. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So with you as dads who are seeing and hearing your daughters in a distracted culture, you are really nurturing them in a masculine, feminine way that reflects the Trinity. Yes. Oh and my we goodness. need dads, so we need you guys. Yes, we, we need, need you. you. Yes, we, we, need we you. are here too yes. seasoned women. We're, yes. Challenging you and championing you all at the same time. Yes. You, you know, know,
2: when you look at Hollywood movies where I'm from, I you know I come out of Hollywood and we, we I work with a lot of Hollywood types and movies and things like that. Look at the, the number of movies out there that are about a relationship with a father that has gone wrong. Yes there are thousands of them. and Almost every movie out there has some kind of dysfunction from a, fee- from a male point of view. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It has to, not, not in the kingdom purposes, not in God's kingdom. God's kingdom is restorative yes. Yes.
1: and healthy and vibrant and loving. Yes. So let me ask you one last question yeah. because I end every show with a go step. If you were to give dads, you've given them so many beautiful words of wisdom, but if you could give them one last word of wisdom to say, dad, here's your go step of how you can help your daughters connect to God, even though they're in a distracted culture, here's what I would say to do today, to put this into action.
2: Well, you know, I come from a media background and we said it earlier, you know, you gotta turn off your cell phone. You gotta be paying attention. Okay, there you go. You've got, we live in a cluttered culture. And there are more cell phones in India than there are toilets today. A Maasai warrior ha- in the deepest part of Africa has a cell phone, and he has access to information more than uh, the president of the United States had just 15 years ago. Oh
1: My goodness. We
2: live in a distracted, cluttered media culture, and we are not paying attention because our little hands are in are in, on that cell and phone, and our heads are down. And our heads are okay. down. So if I could say anything to those to the dads, be reticent. Be, uh, be there and yes. be, be ready to turn off those phones and listen to your daughters. Listen to your sons. Yes. Listen to your
1: children at all times. Pay attention to them. It matters. Oh, Kathleen Cook, thank you so much for being here today, sharing from your heart. I can hear your passion as you're crying out to men in the wilderness. Come on. Let's go. Stand up. Step up. Let's let's go. go. Let's go. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you dads to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go dads.
0: Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to DrMichelleWatson.com, that's DrMichelleWatson.com for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts, and we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.